What's up, guys? Welcome back to Engine 25 Reviews. Uh, my name is Brandon, and I have a question for you today. That question is, do you really want to taste it? We're, of course, talking about uh, Peacemaker on HBO Max. And uh, before we get to that, I just want to remind you, uh, hit that subscribe button. If you, uh, if you like what you see, leave a comment. Say hi. We'd love to hear from you. We are also on Spotify. You can search Engine 25 Reviews. Uh, always one word, never two. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's go ahead and get on to the show. I'm here today with my buddy Malcolm. He's uh, he's an old gaming buddy, Malcolm the Grognard Geek. Uh, he's also an actor. I, I've talked about uh, used to work on some movies. Malcolm's been in a couple of them. He's a, he's a voice actor guy. He's just all around pretty cool, and he loves comic books. And he's a lot he knows a lot more about comic books than I do. So uh, how you doing, Malcolm? What's going on? I'm doing great. Thank you for uh, for uh, having me on here. I think the key it word in your introduction is old, um, because <laughs> I've been around a lot longer than a lot of people have, and I've been a geek for a long, long time. So um, he's yeah, been a I'm, nerd I'm longer than I've been alive. That is true. That is true. I have been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I started watching Star Trek back in the '70s. So there you go. Nice. <laughs> You know, the, the funny thing, I my first exposure to Star Trek was the movies. Um, and then I went I went back because, you know, I was I was a kid in the 90s. Right. So the movies were on TV more than than the original show. So I went back and watched some of the original series and was like weirded out by how young the cast was. And like sure. Sc Scotty was this like young, kind of attractive dude. He wasn't this portly guy with a mustache like right. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, uh, do, do, Malcolm, do you want to taste it? Do you want do you really want to taste it? <laughs> that that song and that the way it was incorporated i think it's the first time i've never skipped the intro on a on on a on a show never skipped it like I, the was, skip button comes up and i'm like nope, nope we're watching here. this i i totally agree and that's uh that funny you say that um listen to a lot of uh james gunn interviews and cast interviews the last few weeks you know while the show's been going on they've been on all kinds of stuff uh and james gunn mentioned uh, I wanted to give people a reason not to skip over all the names in the credits. You know, it's a J James Gunn's name is all over this, but there's also the cast is fantastic. And there are a lot of really, uh, really talented, creative people. And he wanted people to see those names on the screen. So he made a really incredible dance number to set. <laughs> it's a it's a dance. It's set to like Norwegian hair metal. Like it's, it's Norwegian pretty hair metal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wigwam is the name of the, Indeed. the band. That does it, yeah. Uh, 90s, 90s or 80s, I can't remember. I let I saw, um, I was searching for more about the band, and there's a, a YouTube video of them on Norwegian tel television doing a, an acoustic version uh, of it. So, interesting, yeah, it's it's wild. It's wild. I it's had heard, um, I had not heard, uh, do you want to taste it before? I had the the dream, the in my dreams song, whatever the come on, come on, when they're on the van. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I had, I had heard that one before, and that one came up in you know six, uh, I think number seven, one of the later episodes. But yeah, I had not heard. Do you want to taste it at all? I mean, it's the it's a perfect song, um, but the I can't remember what song he did in the uh, where he was dancing around in his underwear in the first episode. Um, that's I can't remember what song. You know, that was, I, but yeah, that's maybe I can find it. I kind of. And I could I could look it up too, but we uh, I shazammed a lot of the songs as we were, as the series was going, 
But that is now eight weeks ago or something. So there's an official Spotify playlist for it. So there is. Uh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yep. And I do have that on my phone. I can look up. Excellent. I can actually look that up. Uh, it won't tell me exactly. Oh, of course I can. Um, and music is, of course, uh, it's always a big thing in James Gunn movies. He brings in a lot of a lot of pop popular songs, lots of. Sometimes a little strange, but very fitting. Uh, And there's a like a wide kind of variety of music in this show too. But um, you know, it's it's a lot of metal, but there's also uh, there's some acoustic kind of folksy stuff, and there you know this and that. Um, And there's it's always at least in the in the case of Peacemaker, it's usually just a little bit dirty. (laughs) There's there's a there's a naughty line in there somewhere, Um, and that it adds to the the kind of feel of all this. Um, how did you, before we get into a, a lot of detail, how did you, uh, what did you think of the, the Suicide Squad from the fall? Oh, the James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Yeah, the movie. I, I, well, you know, to me, and I know I'm unique in this, is that, uh, for superhero movies, uh, for me, they're like sex and pizza. Even when it's bad, it's still kind of good. You know, I, I'll still have, <laughs> I I'll like still it. get some enjoyment out of it. That's fair. Uh, yeah, so I liked the original Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, I saw there were some problems with it. This, this sequel I thought was really well done. Did not like the opening as much as I liked the rest of the movie. Uh, like, the, the beginning the, where the, the fake the, out the where... Sacrificial, right, yeah. the, sacri- the sacrificial lambs um, is... Uh, that, that, that didn't sit well with me. I didn't really like that. Okay. Um, I thought what I was thinking coming into this is, oh, we're going to get a whole new suicide squad that's cool that's neat uh, i mean and that was it in the the promo stuff they were talking about it for a while but they're having so many faces on that poster yeah. like you know there's <laughs> it was it was obvious early on that a number of them weren't gonna make it but it's you know it's kind of surprising that meant they were all dead eight minutes in <laughs> my, my i mean and the, the the it was just set up so well that it is a real shock if you don't already know the story. You know, it's just right. a really shock. I can't remember the name of the character. He was the guy who uh, who was on Walking Dead uh, and is uh, uh, the blue guy from from uh, oh crap, what is his name? Yondu, the guy who plays Yondu. Uh, yeah, was, Michael Rooker. Uh, Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker, and he's such a badass, and he's such a badass in that first you know seven minutes, and then when he does his turn, it's just hilarious. I mean. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> it's really cool. Well, it's just, but, just making jokes out of out of uh, terrible, terrible things. Um, terrible. And that is, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of Peacemaker in a nutshell. Like they're, it's it definitely in the same kind of vein here. I would I wouldn't say Peacemaker's quite as violent until like later on in the series. As right. the as the movie was, um, and you know maybe that's a a TV budget versus a movie budget thing, but they definitely they delivered on the violence in those last two episodes for sure. Especially that last one, or the you know the the one with the the, the butterflies getting all the cops and all the yeah. prisoners at the same time. That was a big one for me. I, just, um, I really the, enjoyed that. Right at the end of thing. the first episode, where he he blows up the the butterfly woman with the sonic boom like yes, and that's that's yes. a really gruesome gag and then the next time that it really gets bloody is yeah when the butterfly uh, the butterflies are taking over the police station yeah i think that's the next time it just gets over the top i mean there is the the torture scene 
which is pretty bloody and that whole the just yeah. gnawing and, off and his and toe it's it's really kind of cool though is you know they had the killing of the kids there which is something you almost never see anymore but it's sort of it's not it's fade to black it's they don't show the kids getting their heads blown off but they you know they imply it and you see some bodies but you don't you, you don't have to watch that which is right. i thought pretty cool um so yeah we're let's start with some some kind of general stuff i've gone ahead and thrown a spoiler graphic maybe i maybe i don't need to do that and i should just put spoilers in the title for these things but because uh, we we usually get into it pretty fast um we've already spoiled a, a lot <laughs> a ton of stuff how yeah so did you how'd you feel about the show did you you uh, overall i loved it i thought it was great i thought it was uh very well done very well um executed the script is just brilliant um, and one of the things that I, I could recognize in this is that he uses a lot of improv in his, uh, you know, with, when he's filming. Um, oh, yeah. You can tell with Cena. I mean, I'm so impressed with Cena. I mean, I've lo- I'd like to. I mean, and you're a wrestling a guy, right? I was. I'm I was a, I'm a, yeah, I like um, the wrestlers. And John Cena has been one of the most uh, loved and hated at the same time wrestlers of all time. And he really, like, changed his image with with the movie and with this series and it's amazing to see how smart he is and how quick he is to just come up with stuff on the fly um, oh yeah there's, and- a, there's an outtakes uh youtube video that i saw which just is amazing uh, i'll just leave that there that's, I, that's really i'll definitely good. check that out you know i um i was aware of john cena uh and he's definite he's been in some movies in the last five or six years like he was in that uh uh, train wreck movie with Amy Tra- Schumer, uh, yep. and then he's in the the Transformers, the Bumblebee movie from a couple of years ago. Um, I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah, but he definitely shines when he's given some comedic material to work with, even if it's got some like dramatic undertones. Um, sure. And that is uh, that's probably why I liked him so much in the Suicide Squad. And then I had gotten nervous because he was he had just been in um, the Fast and the Fur- the new Fast and the Furious movie. And right. he was terrible because all the, and it's, I don't think it's his fault. They gave him a character that had, didn't have anything to say. And he just like broods the whole time. Like yeah, he just, well, he just I mean, looked angry. You know, it's like, Oh, maybe, maybe this having him in a movie isn't a, a good idea, but no, yeah, he's fantastic in the suicide squad. He was so good. They gave him his own series. Um, and, and that was, that was all written during the pandemic. I mean, he, uh, yeah. Peter, yeah. Gun, uh, James uh, Gunn. James, not Peter Gunn. Peter Gunn's the song. James Gunn <laughs> um, uh, apparently sat down and wrote it during the pandemic because he had he was going crazy and, and just wrote it down. The um, the only thing that doesn't come from the comics is the whole butterfly concept. Like mm-hmm. that is not anything from the comics. He came up with that himself. So yeah, all the other things there are in there somewhere. I think even like Economos is part of Suicide Squad, if I remember correctly. I don't read Suicide Squad to be to you know, uh, Economos and Harcourt were they're both from the comic books, um, right. and that that, that kind of apparently came like late in the the writing process for the Suicide Squad movie. Is you know he had. Uh, computer text one and two or something and then you know he did some digging and gave them names and then that right. ultimately led to them being dramatically expanded in in the peacemaker show <laughs> yep um then uh taking this character vigilante um which is a character i'm really familiar with 
because um, you know this was where being old comes in. Um, I collected uh, the first, uh, I think it was first dozen issues. It had a fifty issue run, Vigilante. That many uh, issues? Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was introduced in uh, Teen Titans mm -hmm. in an annual of Teen Titans. Adrian Chase was originally the uh, DA wherever the Titans had were based. Um, I don't think it was Gotham. It was somewhere else, but um, they uh, were trying to work with this DA and then the D it's sort of like a Punisher story. Okay. Uh, I, and I, I'm pretty sure Punisher came first, but it was basically the DA's family got shot and killed. He was, he was exploded. And at first, you know, he don't was know exploded. <laughs> he was exploded. Yes. His family uh, uh, died. He died for seven minutes or something like that, and then came back. Um, and then when, and then he goes, you know, disappears for a long time, comes back, and he's still the DA or, or right. gets to be the DA again. But now at night, he goes out as peacemaker. Um, and he's got vigilante of weapons. Vigilante, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Vigilante, thank you. Um, and it's a really cool series. I mean, you got to think, I'm 14 years old and, and liking the, the, you know, the costumes and the secrets and the martial arts and the bang, bang and the killing, you know. He has a, he has a very stuff. cool look, even in the show, I would say. And that was, a, you know, when the trailers first started to come out for the Suicide Squad, like one of the things I absolutely loved was how stupid they all look. Like, you know, right. like the, the, the majority of their costumes are like made in their, you know, they, they're, it's like cosplay, but it's like deliberately like bad cosplay, like stuff that's made in your garage. Um, right. And it, you know, that's, uh, it's definitely part of the, the vibe of the movie uh, with, with exception, you know, like I think Bloodsport's helmet looks really cool and a, a couple of other things, but, um, and you know, that kind of, that kind of design philosophy like carries forward into the show a little bit, but also like the, I think Vigilante's look is a lot more interesting and more utilitarian than Peacemaker's is, for example. Sure. Um, yeah. But then we also find out that the the funky shot, the the chrome helmet, actually has superpowers, which we didn't explore right. at all in the movie. Not at all. I don't think they gave him a superpowered helmet in the movie. I think I don't. I don't think. They, yeah, uh, they, or at least they didn't. He didn't use it. Maybe he had the right. the, the scabies one, and he just didn't want to <laughs> didn't want to risk it. Yeah, uh, in the in the comic books, uh, it was you know he could uh, activate certain things, and he could breathe underwater, or you know uh, do the visions, you know the visions, X-ray vision, or whatever. Right. Um, and it was all just a self-contained unit that could uh, uh, do various things. But I liked the way they approached it in the uh, TV series um, where it's like he has to get a different helmet to do a different yeah, thing. Yeah, each, each helmet has like one superpower. One superpower. <laughs> the sonic boom and the... Uh, the, um... the, the human torpedo. <laughs> the human torpedo. <laughs> Activate human torpedo. <laughs> Uh, I'm, um, I'm glad you we we brought up the comic books. I um we talked about this a little bit in the the pre-show. Um, I hadn't really heard of Peacemaker before the promo stuff was coming out for the Suicide Squad movie, and then once that you know that uh once that came out at DC Fandom or whatever they call it, um, did you know did some research? It, Oh, John, uh, John Cena, I know him, and did this and that. Um, it turns out yeah, he actually appeared in Crisis on Infinite Earths, right? Is that, that what? Was his, 
That was his first official DC appearance. Okay. Yeah. So I, I had actually, I've, you know, I've read that at least, but it obviously, he obviously didn't leave an impression because I didn't remember that was a thing. Well, he's not, he's not in it very much. Yeah. To be yeah. Honest. I mean, he, they just show him a couple of times on that Earth Four, I think it is. Okay. And then um, Earth Four is where all the Charlton characters came from. So the, the, to, to sum it up and try not to take too long with it. Um, all of those characters, Blue Beetle, um, Silk Spectre, I think is one. Um, okay. Um, I, definitely, I definitely know some Blue Peacemaker. Beetle. Yeah, Peacemaker uh, and um, Captain Adam yep. uh, mm -hmm. were all Charlton characters. And when they bought them, they introduced them in this Earth 4, introduced in Crisis on Infinite Earths. So... Uh, they just get introduced and then um, kind of folded in as the series goes on. You see Peacemaker fighting the, the anti-monitors uh, ghosts or whatever it is. Um, and then once that was over, they, they I think Captain Adam was the first uh, first Charlton hero to, to make a, a comeback or right. to make a series. And then it was Blue Beetle and then Peacemaker. Peacemaker only had like a four issue mini series because I don't know if they knew if he would work. Right. Um, and he really didn't. I mean, it didn't <laughs> really, didn't really come out. I mean, there's a peacemaker in Arrow, I think, in the Arrowverse. Is I there? I, the, I, I've watched quite a bit of Arrow and some of the other shows, like the, the Thinker, who's very much like the James Gunn Thinker, showed up in, right. um, I want to say, was it The Flash? Uh, something like that, but it wasn't like the Gaius Greaves name is a James Gunn invention. But yeah, like they're the the TV shows have been pulling from some of these more obscure comic oh, books yeah, for a yeah. while. Yeah, like Flash has Gorilla Grodd. He knows who Gorilla Grodd is. I do. People, well, people that know. <laughs> I mean, he's people he's like a like world. a an upper tier fl Flash villain. You know, he's part of the he's a big part of the Rogues Gallery. But yeah, Mirror Master, uh, which I think they did uh, Trickster, which is the Mark Hamill. Oh yeah, Mark. He, he actually spanned over um, the previous Flash series. He was the, uh, Mark Hamill was the trickster, trickster in the '90s series. Yep, and then he came they back. They brought him back. They brought him back as like the original trickster, and so on and so forth. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool thing that they've done with that. Um, I yeah, but Peacemaker was not a big. I don't. I didn't see him as. I didn't collect him. His comics i mean i was more into vigilante and x-men and and which is not dc i know right. but um you know things like that i love the lower tier characters though so i'm a big fan of like the bees like flash green lantern uh, uh green arrow those kind of Did guys. you just call not green lantern a b-tier character green lantern is a b-tier character i mean he's a I, he really is come on if you're Fine. talking about the, the Justice League, you've got you've got Superman, you've got Batman, you've got Wonder Woman. Those are your A's. And then you've got everybody, the, the big ones, Flash, Green Arrow, uh, Green Lantern, um, and Aquaman. Well, Aquaman's kind of an A. He's like a, he's like the cusp. He's like right. an A sliding into a B, depending when, on when, depending on if it's good Aquaman or or stupid Aquaman. Oh, I love stupid Aquaman, <laughs> though, man. I love stupid Aquaman. I generally I've do too, but Somewhere around here, I've got a collection of, of old Aquaman stories, you nice. know, that they're just reprints from, from the 50s 
in the 60s. And I just love that old kitschy stuff. Now, I love the new stuff, but there are times when I lament that we've gone a little too far on the spectrum towards gritty and edgy. Uh, and we might want to move a little bit back more and towards. I, like, I think that's kind of the, or one of James Gunn's kind of goals with with this whole, with the Peacemaker and with the movie. You know, it's definitely still on the serious side, but it, you know, it it toes the line a lot more. It's, it's a lot broader of a, you know. There's, it's, it's, it's definitely more campy. Yeah. Than, than, um, I saw one of my friends today was like, well, can we get the campy old Batman back, you know, from the 60s? <laughs> It's like, no, I don't want to go that far, but I would like to go back to like the mid seventies when Batman and Superman weren't automatically enemies, you know, <laughs> like I got to figure out how we got, we got to write creatively to figure out how Batman could beat Superman. I mean, you're, uh, yeah, there, I mean, we've, we've talked about it off the air, but the, I they I don't understand why it's so hard to get Superman right. Like I don't. It shouldn't be. Should, Superman should be the easiest one. And it's you know. And we uh, I adore the the Superman and Lois show that's on the CW right now. It's, it's a the, great great yeah, series. And yeah. it's it, in my opinion the first like pro maybe probably the first time since Smallville that anyone has really figured out Clark Kent and Lois Lane. Like yeah. it's yeah. the I, we, we sh it shouldn't tangent too much, but like the. Yeah. The, the whole thing about Lois Lane is that she's the only person in the world who doesn't need Superman. You know, right. she's the she's the love interest. Obviously, you know, they're involved. She's a major character there. But oh, God, I know, you know, but it's like, yeah, uh, maybe when maybe I'll review Superman and Lois now that we're we're partway through season two. Uh, so maybe when season two wraps up, I'll do an episode for that. That'd um, be cool. Uh, but anyway, the, yeah, the, yeah, please. Um, one of my favorite parts. Uh, one of my favorite actors in there. I'm looking at the cast list. I'm trying to Danielle Brooks is her name. Yeah, she's and from she Orange from is the New Black. Orange is the New Black. And she was fantastic. So good. I mean, I'm always so an advocate for, for uh, showing more overweight people in, in superhero <laughs> stuff. And, and she's definitely, uh, and Steve Aggie as Economos. I mean, those two really, really did well. Um, their comic timing is is awesome. Uh, she does this just, I mean, the the looks that she can give and the the sort of she's the everyman. She's she's us going into this world of of uh, superheroes and, oh, yeah. and and weirdness. She's like the 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 chorus, I guess, the Greek chorus of like because everybody else is badass or you know even Economos who's not a real badass is still like he's the computer guy so he can yeah he's the he's the smart guy he's the hacker basically he's the hacker and she has none of that and she comes in and she's her you know her only uh her only asset is that she's the daughter of um well amanda waller so yeah. she's amanda waller's daughter and uh that's that's all she has so you would think somehow that she would be a little more um knowledgeable of what's going to go on since she does know amanda waller but i guess that she may not have amanda probably keeps her her business her business and not anybody right else's. the task force x is probably a fairly classified thing yeah i would think so and i wonder what I, well i mean obviously she knows now what her mom does but i wonder right. if she was i wonder if she got assigned to this because she discovered it somehow you know that amanda always tries to keep a secret but now you know, the, the cat's out of the bag. So she has to work for mom um, and pass that test. Uh, 
I wish there had been a little more of that dynamic in there. Right. Maybe in the second season, we can see Amanda Waller and, uh, and uh, oh, what's the character's name? Leola. Leota. Leola Adebayo. Uh, Leola Adebayo uh, sort of have this moment, or uh, come to Jesus moment, maybe. That's and cool. that, you know, they're, it's kind of almost a surprise that we're getting a season two, but just that um, I think we'll have a lot more Amanda Waller if the, if as as we move forward she had a, a small scene in the first episode and she has a cameo in this in the last one right um, but yeah just based on how it all ends and leota coming you know she steps in front of a camera and says this is task force x is a thing and it sucks um <laughs> so. yeah. <laughs> um yeah i was i was disappointed that Mern died um oh me but too I guess dude there really I, wasn't a way out of it i mean yeah if they're going to kill off the butterflies they but i think at the end no no they killed all the butterflies well at, at the end he's hanging out with goff right it's, okay you're, so he's still you, hanging out with goff um right. yeah goff he she gives the whole speech about like we're here to maybe our our methods aren't aren't the best but we're here to actually you know to save humanity and you're because we don't want this to we don't want what happened to us to happen to you basically um, right. and then, uh, peacemaker guns are down, but he doesn't, he doesn't damage her skull. Right. So the, in th the, the butterfly is intact. And that was my first thought. Like you gotta, you left the butterfly there. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's shows up, uh, right at the end, you know, he sits on his porch and he's having, he's in kind of like some kind of existential state. Uh, right. and then he's just golf is just there getting along. Cause she, she's the only one left. The food source is gone at this point. So you're it, eventually she's going to starve to death, but you know, they're just, they're just hanging out. It's kind of a really, <laughs> really bittersweet kind of way to to wrap it up for for Chris Smith. I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to uh, keep them along, you know, keep them going. Uh, have Goff still stay? I think the rest of them. I mean, it would be an interesting thing to have them work out a way to communicate. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what may happen. Um, what did you think of Rod Robert Patrick? Did you not Dude, scream the, and holler when you saw him? I was yeah, okay, yeah. I knew he was in it. Like uh, you know, going right. in, I I'm I kind of keep in the entertainment news, keep up to date with stuff. So I knew he was cast. Um, I did, didn't know who he was other than Peacemaker's dad, right? So right. I, I didn't know if there was a, a comic, a specific comic book character. Um, and there there is and there isn't. He's kind of an analogous to a couple of people, it's, but yeah. Um, yeah, the, I I gotta say we we mentioned the opening number, um, and mm -hmm. but you know my my wife and I were sitting there like already laughing, and then Robert Patrick, the fucking T one thousand, is standing there and he does a pelvic thrust, like, and I almost <laughs> like I God I I can't remember the last time I laughed so hard I almost passed out like I couldn't I couldn't <laughs> breathe for several minutes like like I had to I had to pause it and just like collect myself before we can continue like I couldn't oh God um. And yeah, so uh, is it August Smith? I think is his name. It's August, Augie Smith. Yeah, is, is yeah. the character's name. Now that's not the name of the Red Dragon in the in White Dragon. Yeah, yeah, the White Dragon. Sorry, White. Gosh, the White Dragon. Um, but the White Dragon is he's a thing. As as it is a thing. Um, uh, and there's another, and, like I said, the costumes look kind of like, just look kind of ridiculous and white, like white dragon. I would say like, it almost looks like a KKK suit, but 
um cool. which is That's which is by I the mean, way intentional he's he's a he's right. a fucking racist but yeah right. like it like it looks really almost homemade and kind of stupid but also like really fits in the aesthetic they've established so it works sure you know what i mean yeah. there's it's funny because i between episodes five and six or maybe between six and seven i had never seen django unchained so i watched django unchained oh i love django a, unchained Oh, it's a great movie. Yeah. So they they have that scene in the movie where they in in Django where they're all they all got their pillowcases on or whatever, yep. and they're like, "We can't see the holes aren't good. <laughs> I mean, are we going to keep these? Oh, we got to keep them on. No, it's and then like whatever his name pulls it off, and he's like, oh. And uh, I, I had to think of that every time I saw. Yeah, I think it was episode seven where the the KKK guys are chasing him around. Yeah. And his father, yeah, it's uh that was hilarious. And, uh, and a peacemaker's think, father in the comics is I think like a it's actual an actual Nazi or was a Nazi. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes, was a Nazi in the in the reboot that they did. Okay. Not in the original. The original, I don't think they talked about his father at all. He was uh he was a diplomat, the, not the father but peacemaker. Smith was a a diplomat uh, who <laughs> who who started becoming peacemaker because he was in some kind of diplomatic negotiations and recognized that he couldn't get the guy the the leader of this country to back down at all from his stance and so he had to become peacemaker in order to get rid of this guy so right. they could have peace <laughs> so it's like i you know i, I become and it, there's a there's an interesting ironic thing i was watching a video on this that uh peacemaker smith goes down into the basement of his mansion and he's like he's designed all these weapons that are the best that that you know the best weapons ever but he's never used them because he <laughs> wants peace and now he's like i hope to never use these but i will now to get peace and so yeah it's where the ridiculousness of, of that uh i want peace so bad and i'll kill anybody i need to to, to get it <laughs> and that you know that's uh after after the suicide squad my my whole thing was like man peacemaker sucks and like in in like he's the best shit. way though like he's such a dirt bag but you know oh, I, yeah. it's it was fantastic um he's an unapologetic asshole yeah it's and it's like no sense of no real sense of moral uh anything except you know what pleases him and what makes him happy and he comes to realize in the series that that's not the way to be and that yes and that i i i don't want to hate on some other tv that's happened right now but like i this is the arc that we all wanted in the book of boba fett right ah. a uh, a guy that you know like kind of a kind of a terrible person that that realizes it and, you know, and finds his way to become like a complicated anti-hero. Um, right. you, so, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say that he's, he's not still a murderer cause he, you know, but he's also, you know, he's realized that his, his old ways didn't really cut it and he wants to be a better person. Um, yeah. I think the, the problem with that series is that they didn't show that transition. They didn't show that discovery. He was already a good guy um, the, at the, in the first episode. Right, yeah, he he already becomes a good guy. Well, and the 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 reason he became a good guy was that he was with Sand People. Yeah, you know, he he had that um um to walk about or whatever you want to call it the the you know 
um, spiritual journey that he goes on there, but they, they didn't do enough with that spiritual journey to make it seem like, oh yeah. That, that, it would that make it seem like it would take this career criminal and turn his whole life around. Correct. Yes. No, um, yeah, and that's, that's something that the, the peacemaker show succeeds with flying colors. So, you know, like the, in spades. his, yeah. Like, and he, he has all these new friends. Like his only friend was vigilante. Who's a, a sociopath like and an eagle <laughs> uh, and an eagle and an, oh god i love eagly dude eagly's the best <laughs> eagly the the eagle hug when when uh when um uh, when autobio sees actually sees the eagle hug and and like i just saw an eagle hug a man <laughs> I, I i everything everything is possible now i've seen what I could not believe before. Yeah. And then, you know, um, they, then they make you think eagerly is, is pretty smart. And then like, you know, maybe, maybe he's not as smart as we think, but, uh, know. you know, I did like, um, the, when they're, when they're rocking out in the van and like, you see eagerly right. dancing. <laughs> Are you insinuating that there is a right time and a wrong time to uh, rock? To rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's just the perfect, this show is just the perfect melding of music and, uh, comic book lore, Easter eggs, um, you know, all of it just all came together in a great big melange of, of goodness. And I, I was not a huge fan of uh, Peacemaker when I started this, but I'm actually, you know, I'm actually, he's, he's in the new Suicide Squad series. Um, Is he? I, I was going to say that yeah. he's, he's almost certainly going to show up in modern comics now. Oh yeah, they made him the leader of the Suicide Squad, but um, Amanda Waller made him the leader of the new Suicide Squad, so he'll be right. in there for a while. I have not read it, but I might have to now. <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll probably wait till it comes on the like the Comicsology Unlimited thing. There you go. They yeah, usually, yeah, you know, yeah. it usually takes about a year, and they start to cycle stuff in. But um, yeah, who who else really in the cast really stood out to you? If anyone, uh, I mean, they're all just great. Um, I really liked. Uh, I guess I want. Okay, here's who I wanted to see more of and and get more of their okay. stuff. Sure. Uh, the guy that plays Judo Master, his name is Nu Lee. Yes. Um, he, the things that I don't know if he came up with this. You know, if, if the actor came up with this or if James Gunn gave this to him. But that whole thing with the chips. Yeah, uh, he's recurring, just, like, just always watching. Anytime you see it, yeah. So anytime you see a chip bag fly across the screen, you know that Judah Master is about to appear. And the the fights, I mean, those were those were uh, WWE worthy fights. Yeah, sure. like, and he's this tiny little dude, and he kicks everybody's ass like multiple yep. times. Yep, 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 yep. Um, uh, the the I'm so sorry that that uh, that uh, Sophie Song died. Um, me too the character yeah the character died the the sheriff um, and i i really liked her uh and i the her partner guy and i have i know him from stuff lachlan something i've lachlan seen him Monroe. before yeah i've seen him Larry before in other yeah. things um oh yeah he he reminded me of the, the mayhem character from the insurance uh <laughs> guy it's it wasn't him but that's yeah that's who you reminded me of um and he got uh he got an axe to the head in the last episode that was cool yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you can't, if you're not going to make it, at least go out in a really dramatic or it's, awesome way. It's true. So, yeah. Uh, give good death is what we used to call it. Uh, um, 
Jennifer Holland, I mean, she was really good, but I wanted more from that. And that, and I think it was great that they refused to have any kind of like real uh, romantic. I agree. Tension between the two. Yeah, like, well, um, you know, sure. She's near, near the end of the show. She's just like beginning to to tolerate everybody else. Really, you know, it's just like right. The, the, I would just mentioned the the rock and roll thing. You know, they're. Later on in that episode, uh, it's just her and Economos in the van, and something right. comes on the radio, and he cranks it up, and he's like, "There's, <laughs> there's never a wrong time to rock." When she and she like, she gives him a look, but then she looks out the window, and she's like, she like uh, nods. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, you know, see. and they're they're they all kind of got messed up at the end. Like, I would have been very upset if if. Like if Harcourt had died, or if they actually got you know if they had gotten vigilante, and that's not. That's not something that I expected going in. You know, it's, I, I felt the same after the suicide. They made me care about Rick Flag. Like, right, who, who right, cares yeah. about Rick Flag? <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, and I was. Now that's going back to the movie. I was kind of upset that they killed him off. Um, me too. You know. Yeah, I, but I wouldn't have told not... you going in that I would have been upset if they killed him off. Oh yeah, it's all about how it was set up. I mean, it's all about the setup to to his dying, and they had a great fight before Peacemaker took him out. And it's, you know, it's a good, it's, it's just, you, not everything is going to go the way I want it to, but it never is, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm not the one directing it. So um, it's cool with me, uh, even though I didn't like it, I can, I can say I didn't like that about this movie, but it didn't take away from the fact that it's a, a damn uh, superhero movie, which, you know, here's the reason I think I, t I don't know if I've said this now, but um Here's the reason that I believe uh, superhero movies are like sex and pizza. Even when they're bad, they're still pretty good. I mean, I, sure. I, I've said that for years um, and I get into trouble with a lot of my friends because they're like, you you like the original Justice League? Yeah, I like the original Justice League movie. And I like the reboot that they did. I think the reboot is better. But I, you know, I the, would say the, it's better. I don't know if I'd say that it's good. <laughs> see that's but you don't know what it was like from the time i first discovered comic books in 1976 till uh i don't know i guess when when was blade when did blade come out 98 uh, i want to say 98 so i have that span of time wishing they would make a damn comic book movie that was any damn good Wait, you had Superman, I mean, you had Batman, Michael well, Keaton. Superman, Batman. Uh, now, Michael Keaton's Batman. Okay, I will say that. We'll we'll, we'll say Batman uh, was the, was the I, I'm certainly not there. trying to say that all those Superman movies are good, but I like uh, the first two are incredible. The first two are awesome. The third one is is not good. Um, but but the thing about that was that you did, they had Superman. But they didn't really have any of the good villains. That is absolutely like, true. It's just it's yeah. uh, like cartoony Lex Luthor. Like he was just yeah. he just turned up a couple of times in the later yeah. movies. Yeah, and and then the Toy Master, which is a legit you know comic book villain, but he's silly. And Richard Pryor playing that that was I mean that was okay, but uh, no, I'd, I'd I'd rather have him go up against Brainiac or you know right. Um, I, I hear you. Somebody like that. So then we didn't get that until Batman. Um, and then Batman changed the whole thing. And now it's like, 
it's it's an embarrassment of riches like it is it is i mean okay here you go they they it happens so frequently it's okay if you don't like one because there's another one in in a month you know what i mean exactly i liked i liked the second fantastic four movie the the silver surfer one yeah the silver surfer everybody hates that one now okay no there is one there is one comic book movie that i did not like and that was uh batman and robin Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's, that's, is, it's pretty. I mean, Schumacher let's kick some I, ice. Right, right, right. Take two of these and call me in the morning. Yeah, but it, it's now you're like you said, it's an embarrassment of riches, and they're actually giving a crap about the story and the and the the um, scripts and the the. I mean, the CGI has just gotten better and better every day, or every every movie, and uh, I, I like it. But, you know, like I said, uh, with one glaring exception, I like them all. I, I, I'll watch them. That's fair. You know, I, had, uh, I was born in 89, unlike some other folks here. Um, like so, my wife. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, you know, I grew up with the with Batman and Batman Returns. And then, like, sure. there was a lot of uh, a lot of really good superhero cartoons when I was a kid, um, as the, the Batman animated series. And then a little bit later on was Spider-Man. And then a little bit after that was X-Men. Um, and then like, there was, uh, uh, right around the corner was a little comic book shop that my brother took me to just a couple of times. Right. And I never, you know, my, so the, I, I had like three or four comics when I was a kid, I had like an X-Men and a Batman. And then, uh, I had a a, a, ga- a one issue of Gambit because my brother really liked Gambit, um, you know, and they were they were they ended up in a drawer somewhere, whatever. Um, until you know, much later, I started you know getting allowance, or whatever, and I could buy my own comic books. But but right. you know, by that time, we then had uh, like Spider Man, and that well, right. and we had X Men came out. It was like man, this, this is just like the cartoon. This is awesome. Like, uh, no, yeah, and then uh, you know the Spider Man movies, and I feel like Spider Man Two is still one of my favorite superhero movies ever. You know, and I was the, like, the, I the, 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 the Raimi, the Sam Raimi, yeah, the, the, the Sam yeah. Raimi Spider Man Two, and then when when they showed off uh, Doctor Octopus in the trailer for No Way Home, like I I did a flip, like I was so excited. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, so it's there has been more consistent superheroes on the screen certainly in my life than the than the early part of yours i suppose but yeah yeah right. you know i've and i've and i've read a lot of comic books at this point um but yeah like a lot of a lot of my love for this stuff came from when i was a kid watching cartoons um, sure and, and i mean we had that when i was growing up too we had we had uh spider-man I'm, and his amazing friends yeah and had, su- super friends and firestar and then super friends yeah super friends well yeah you know super friends has been one of my favorite cartoons since forever and it's cheesy and it's dumb and it's you know isn't uh, that where the wonder uh, twins first showed up that's like where the they, they, first, they appeared there before they were in the comics series yes okay yes they were there before in comics um zan and jana um and there's all kinds of subversive stuff that came out of that. Uh, before that, there was a, a, a human duo. It was a guy and a girl who had never had any powers. It was a guy, a girl, and a dog. And I can't remember their names right now. But then there was Zan and Jaina and Glee, who, you know, it was a, a, a guy, a girl, and a monkey. Right. So there always had to be a guy, a girl, and, and an animal. And an animal, you know, of some sort. 
that could like either talk or do things like a human. Amazing. I mean, but it's it's gone nowhere. But I mean, and then there's the old old Spider-Man cartoon, which has the you know Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. That that one, which was I think even before, um, I think that was late '60s, early '70s. I want to um, I want to say '60s, and I only know that because it came out on DVD at one point in like the early 2000s, and I almost bought it, and I did not. And at this point, I regret it. Have. I should have. Yeah. yeah. Should I mean, have. you know, it was expensive. I didn't have a lot of money at that point. Um, oh, I wanted to mention you were talking about having, uh, you know, a couple of comic books in a in a drawer. I have in my closet back here five long boxes full of comics well, i got from... i got two two short boxes right here under my desk you know like i got right. this, uh th these days i read mostly digital but you know i've got i've got a, a an older collection that i that i, well, these I keep are around all, these all of these back here are comic books that are bought 1995 or earlier so they're all like i have um like I said, the first 50 issues of Vigilante or the first 12 issues of, of that series. I've got the first 20 or so issues of Alpha Flight, which is another one they should I just, uh, I opened the, the lid here and I found Indiana further, Jones. Further Adventures yeah. of Indiana Jones. Which, oh yeah, I uh, remember when that comic came out. Um, looks like issue four. Yeah. I obviously bought that much later. Actually, that probably came in a a random set that I got, but like a like a box, uh, the ten dollar set of twenty random comics is probably where I got right. that from. I got the uh, eighty years of the fastest man alive. Uh, nice. Flash. Like so, uh, it's somewhere in here issue. I have uh, Batman one or Detective one thousand. Oh, cool! I have I have Batman. I think it's five hundred um, that came out in like eighty six or something. Nice. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool, um, but it's got a bunch of different artists and tells a bunch of different stories. It's really cool. Um, I have the first magazine-sized uh, issues of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, like when they first came out. Oh yeah, and if you're was... if you're not reading the last Ronin comic, that's been oh yeah yeah, yeah it's no, so I'm good. Right, right. Oh. Um, and it's, I don't, it's been six months since the last issue and I really want, I really want the next one, but anyway, um, they're, they're taking the time to do it right. I think that's, that's a good thing. Any, uh, any closing thoughts about, uh, about Peacemaker things we haven't uh, mentioned so far? <laughs> I can't think of anything that we haven't mentioned. Um, except that, you know, I'm looking forward to the next series. I want to see what they do. With Me this. too. They're, they're making um, a season two of Peacemaker and James Gunn has also mentioned that he is hard at work. Uh, on top of filming Guardians Three, you know, like the, the right. he's he's a very busy guy, but he's yeah. hard at work developing another spinoff show for HBO Max for of another character from the Suicide Squad, and that's oh, wow. that's all that that's all he said about it. But there's more, definitely more TV wow. coming from James Gunn, which is cool. Hopefully, it's not Harley Quinn. I have nothing against Harley Quinn, but we I think we've seen enough. Work. I mean, there's been a lot of her. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, uh, we've we've delved into that character enough. Um, I don't need it. I mean, I'll watch it, obviously, of course. But, I, I definitely um, recommend the animated show that's on HBO oh, right now. Yeah, it's fantastic. Kuko, yeah. Kelly Kuko. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kelly Kuoka. I don't know Kuoka, how to pronounce it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's fantastic. But, yeah. Yep. Really uh, it's good. It's kind and of a really... similar similar vibe to this. Uh, you know, kind of violent, but with a lot of heart. 
Oh, that's not kind of violent. That show is <laughs> certainly for I a mean, cartoon. No, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, with uh, and uh, this is going off on a way more different tangent, but uh, do you think the Vox Machina series? Oh, yeah, I haven't uh, seen that one. Oh, man, they established the tone in the first like minute and a half. You, you, you say, oh, okay, this is what we came to see. It's not for kids, not for kids. Excellent. <laughs> I like things uh, that are for kids. I also like things that aren't for kids. I love things that are for kids. That's, that's why I had kids. <laughs> so I could watch the things that were for kids without feeling bad about watching things that were for kids. Uh, so any, yeah, no, that's that's it for me. Yeah, man. Thanks for thanks for hanging out. It's I, it's obvious that we both loved this series. Like I can't believe how much I loved this show. Like you know, and I was I, uh, I'm probably higher. Than a lot of folks I've talked to about the Suicide Squad movie, like I, I adored it top to bottom, and they're like, people are right. like, it's good, but it's it's more James Gunn, you know. I just, you know, they're they're they like it, but they don't love it, and I adored that movie, and it's like I can't I can't get enough of this show, like and I right. I am eagerly anticipating an announcement of the next season, but it's you know the like like I said, it's James Gunn is very busy, and it's going to be some time. Uh, right. ho hopefully they get it sometime next year. We'll see. But uh, yeah, thanks everybody for watching. Um, Thank you. I uh, as always, uh, like I said, if you if you like this, hit that subscribe button. Leave a comment. Smash it. Smash that subscribe button. Smash um, that subscribe. So use your use your human torpedo on the subscribe button. <laughs> and uh, I will see you next time on Engine Twenty Five Reviews. <laughs> thanks everybody. <laughs>